Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! Greetings and welcome to the Palazzo Podcast. Today it's Michael Govier solo. No dearie again. Don't worry though. He's alive and well. He's just a busy man. He has a lot of massages to give. Today Govier is going to talk about fantasy baseball. He'll cover the latest on his own team. Trade decisions that didn't go right. Picking up a first baseman in real time? That's right. You make the call. Who should Govier pick up to play first based on his home team? That will happen and much, much more, including the man himself, Trevor Rogers. Is he back? Is it time to rely on Rogers for the stretch run? All of this and more on another doozy of an episode of the Palazzo Podcast. Take it away, boy! I'm Michael Govier. This is the Palazzo Podcast. It's a fantasy baseball show. We also have a Discord. It's free. And if you want to connect in there, you can go to the Twitter handle. It's called Palazzo Podcast 2Ls 2Z. Utah, give me two. That's right. Everything's at the top, pinned to the top of the feed. Welcome in. It's great to be here. I love doing the show. No Deary again. Deary's busy, and it's late in the season. Football has taken over. Party's over, guys. I mean, let's get real. Look, I'm wearing my Michigan hoodie. Michigan's kicking off against Colorado State next Saturday, a week from tomorrow. We got week zero in college football. I actually did a couple of college football prop bets earlier today for FTN. All right, this is my third show of the day already. I did a prop bet show for FTN at around 11.15, and then I did the MLB pick show for FTN at 1.30. So if you love betting and you love fantasy, if you're a DFS player, There's so much to use. FTN is even more impressive than I thought it was. It really is. Their tools, the Discord, just like our Palazzo Discord, they have super stud experts in there that you can ask serious, detailed questions about your teams, whether it's NASCAR or tennis or football or basketball. They got it all from every level. It's incredible. It really is. So go to FTNFantasy.com. You can sign up for... For a sub, use MJ Govier as a promo code. It'll help me out, and you're going to sign up anyways. You might as well help me out, right? Why not? I think it'll save you some money, too. I know they have a 20% discount as well. So, Just Bob is here. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good to see you, Bobo. What's a good word in your area today, my friend? And Mason's here. Mason did a funny video on his TikTok. You guys should follow Mason on TikTok. I think it's Crumbs105 or something like that. Is that your handle? Let me know. But he did a funny Billy Madison tribute on his TikTok yesterday. I watched it. Good stuff, Mason. Nice job. I like comedy. I like to laugh. Uh, I also like Billy Madison. I still think it's vastly superior to Happy Gilmore, even though I like Happy Gilmore. So I don't know what that says about me, 
uh, you know, maybe I'm a fool. I'm a fool, and I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, but, you know, sometimes you call somebody, you connect with somebody, and you're really glad that you got a hold of them, and they save your ass. Man, I'm glad I called that guy. See what I did there? Billy Madison. Woohoo! Yay! Uh, Today's show is about baseball. This weekend's action, we'll talk about what's going on in Major League Baseball from a fantasy perspective. We'll also talk about Julio Rodriguez signing a massive contract and these big deals that these youngsters are signing. How do you feel about it? Does it even matter how you feel about it, though? It's not your life. Who gives a shit what you have to say about someone else's life? Who gives a shit what I have to say about someone else's life, right? Julio Rodriguez guaranteed $210 million in a contract that could get up to over $400 million. But he's going to outperform that. If he's as good as he is right now at 21 years old, it's going to be a bargain. And that's why these teams are getting ahead of it. They're signing these bargain contracts now, providing security for players that had no security. And now they've got ultimate security, even though they're bringing down the salaries in baseball. It's crazy, but I can't fault anybody for getting their nut and securing their situation. Who could fault these people? Nobody could, right? I mean, I just... I understand it, so I don't really care that much about it. I just thought it'd be a good graphic for the show today as well because it was the big news of the day. I definitely did something along those lines, which some of you might say, oh, that's a little uncouth. That is bullshit! Well, maybe it is bullshit, but that's what happened. I know that. Yeah. Anybody speak gibberish? Anybody fluent in gibberish, by the way? I'm curious. Uh, Just Bob says, I don't do TikTok. Sorry. Why not? You got to keep an open mind, Bobbo. Come on. Oh, and Mason's handle is uh, Crumbs101. Thank you, Crummy. Crummy. <laughs> Does anyone call you Crummy, Mason? It's kind of a shitty. Uh... <laughs> hey, Crummy. How you doing? You're dead. No TikTok. What? Mason says, no TikTok? Sad face. Yeah, come on, Bob. You're bumming him out. One more week before playoffs in most fantasy leagues. That's right, Bob. A lot of head-to-head leagues are getting down in the playoff vibe. And I got to tell you, my home league, I'm garbo. Total trash. I'm losing again. I lost last week. I lost the week before that. I am toast. It's over. I was in first place in my division for a greater chunk of the season. And now the party is over. It's very sad. sucks wow dude yeah wow dude total bummer Chad says have you ever seen a contract as weird as how they did julio's i don't know tell me the details chad because chad see chad loves to ask questions that he's ready to answer that's why chad should do his own show i don't understand why he doesn't because he has so much information that he could share with you he does a better job of sharing information than i do let's uh just cut out the bull right mason says you're never too old to laugh absolutely here here yeah, I, I can get down with that, Mason. I appreciate that gesture. So, yeah, Julio Rodriguez is going to be living large, high on the hog, bank account rolling in the dough. That's why I put the graphic with uh, see our bank accounts rise. You guys get that one? See our bank accounts rise? <laughs> I'm so funny. How do I do this? I thought it was... Somewhat clever, but also not. So Shut up. Will you shut up? Hey, don't tell me to shut up. That's not cool. All right. So I'm going to cover some business details here as well. Uh, we'll talk about a few other things. 
I just keep thinking about that head-to-head league, and it's bumming me out. But some this is the thing about head-to-head leagues, and when things go sideways, when you get a schedule where people are kicking your ass, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't change it. So I'm locked in, and I got to play who I got to play. So they're going to kick my butt, and that's just how it's going to be, folks. It's a... Uh, Makes me a little bit sad, but hey, can't win them all, right? Oh, really, fool? Uh, yeah, oh, really, fool, you can't. Bob says, I'm in 15 leagues between ESPN and Yahoo. All are in the top rounds for the championship. Locked in. Way to go. Good for you, Bob. Nice work. Chad's going to dig up parts of the contract from Rosenthal. Thanks, Chad. We appreciate that. I noticed our viewership is down because it's late August and nobody gives a shit about baseball anymore. But you diehards are still here. So thank you guys for being with us all season long. There's really nothing I could do to show my appreciation. It's, I just feel it so much. Thanks, everybody. Football's taking over. Even I'm diving into football. I get it. I got to do another live stream tonight. I drafted a team last night for a 12-team online championship. My first 12-team online championship draft, part of the NFFC. If you want to sign up for a draft and still do it, that one costs a 350 bucks to get into. But you can save 25 bucks by using promo code MJGovier. 25 bucks, it'll help. Every little bit helps, right? Bob says, I'd be here if you're talking football also. Thank you, Bob. That's very kind of you. You're a good dude. Hey, Bob, thank you so much. You are a good dude. Wow. Yeah, shocking news here. Entertaining. Thank you. I appreciate that, Bob. Bob, you're so sweet. He's such a sweet boy. Anyways, we do have football channels on the Discord, so once baseball finally ends and you're playing football full-time, DFS, season-long, we'll be talking in there. we got about five or six different channels in the football category. Get your butt in there. Do your thing. Oh, look who's here. Tim, what's up, Tim? I haven't seen you in a minute. Bob knows. Thank you, Mike. My man, Tim, how you doing? What's going on, dude? How you been? Tim is a regular here on the show, but he's not always available, not always here on the live stream. So it's great to have Tim here. And I love having all you guys in the live chat. It makes life just a little bit better for me as it's time to get into the business time portion of the show. I love this song. It's so funny. Why the Concords? So, yeah, business time. Boy, I've already told you about all my FTN stuff. I'm doing a lot of work over there, and I'm officially not at Fantrax. Uh, I told Fantrax that uh, it's been great there. I just got too much going on at FTN, so I'm strictly doing the FTN work now. No more Fantrax. It was a great ride. Air Cross. Doug Anderson, everybody there was really cool to me. Helped me grow as a writer. I got to do a lot of writing. Got my reps in doing the FAB last year, the FAB weekly article for fantasy football. And then doing the Fantasy Baseball Confidential, which was, I thought, a pretty good article. And it was very detailed. had a lot to offer you. And I'm pretty proud of the work I did there. So I thank Fantrax for that. Helped me get some more reps. In my writing repertoire. Thank you, Fantrax. Round of applause for Fantrax. Very nice. 
So now it's just FTN. And I'm also doing the stuff at the game day. So if you want to see my videos, they're on TikTok and they're on Instagram. They're quick hitter videos that get packaged together. I went out and interviewed Lions fans a couple weeks ago. And with Lions being on hard knocks, you know, they're a little bit more popular than they usually are. Also because it's a preseason. And right now the Lions, you know, this is always the best time of the year for Lions fans because they're not losing. <laughs> I'm so funny, aren't I? Wow, dude. Okay, maybe I'm not as funny as I thought it was. At any rate, so you can follow the game day, the game day on all these video apps like TikTok. I know Bob doesn't use TikTok, but Instagram, YouTube shorts. Uh, on Twitter, too, I retweeted some of those videos. So I'll still be doing that. In fact, I just got the call. I'm going to be doing the Michigan game and next Saturday, opening weekend in Ann Arbor, Michigan at the Big House. Oh, Nelly! That's going to be fun. So I'll be interviewing Michigan fans, and they're going to be hyped as hell. They're going to be shit-faced and super hyped because it's the first game of the year, and they think they're going to win the national title. They always have outsized expectations in Ann Arbor. I know because I was one of them got to know your own to think like one so that'll be fun the game day give me some more opportunities and uh, i hope you like them they're just fun videos i don't really do anything but ask the question it's really about the fan response they're innocent fun i don't think there's anything wrong with it now maybe you guys do maybe you think the game day videos are terrible you haven't told me yet let me know in the comments jamie says are we talking football uh we're sort of talking football i'm not sure uh, govier has some great tiktok videos yeah i I have a TikTok, too. I don't really advertise it, but my handle is universal, MJ Govier. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. So if you want to find me over there, I like that Mason's over there. I feel like me and Mason have our own little secret world in the Discord and then outside the Discord over in TikTok. And then when we text each other, because Mason loves to text me, and I love texting him back. So he sent me some great videos. Mason is a funny guy. Mason, you are funny, and I want you to know that. Uh, Chad says the big story for MLB is going to Korea to face KBO All-Stars for the first time in 100 years. Is that the big story? I didn't know that. Wow. And then Tim says living that father life, five months old, hard to get on as much. Tim, this is why I'm not going to have kids. Me and Leanne, very clear. No children for us. You know, you look at the world before you and you think about having kids. And everybody says how wonderful it is, but it's also very hard. And you can't bullshit me on that one. I know the story there. But it's also rewarding, sure. But it's financially draining as well. And I take parenting very, very seriously. So I would never bring any children into this world unless I was certain that I could at least care for them financially. It's always going to be a crapshoot with emotional well-being and preserving their life from being trauma-free as possible. That's always going to be a challenge. But one thing you can lock in and that you could probably prepare the most for is to financially preserve the well-being of your children. If you know you can't do that, then I don't think you should be bringing kids in this world. And also, this world is kind of overpopulated, and I don't care about having a legacy of my own to carry forth. When I die, I'll be done. That'll be it. That'll be the end of my Govier. And I won't care if there's a legacy that I carry forth or a name because I'll be dead. Right? I'm pretty sure I'll be dead when I'm dead. I hear when you die, you die. But then again, I've never died. Mason says, I have six kids. What? Get the hell out of here. Are you bullshitting me? I don't know if that's true or not. One of those things that could be believable, but I feel like you're you're razzing me. Chad says, the Michigan fans will be excited for all of week one, and then the dread sets in when they squeak by Hawaii in week two. 
Oh, man. Wow, lock that in. Chad has spoken. Uh, other business, yeah, so all the FTN work is on the YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the FTN YouTube channel there. You see all my videos, and if you click the dingy bell, when we go live or post a video, you'll see. Uh, so I don't have to constantly remind you of each individual video. So we're doing college football, doing baseball, doing NFL. We're doing it all over there, and it's pretty cool. And if you sign up for their packages, the Discord, I got to say, I love our Discord, but they're rocking and rolling over there with legit advice and experts that you want to connect with so that's cool it's pretty cool ftn thanks again fan tracks like i said and uh anything any other business i didn't mention let me know guys i hate to leave anybody out if you guys have anything you want to promote let me know uh ben chase my partner on the prospect show every wednesday we just did an episode about project birmingham so if you missed that one you can watch it on the youtube channel or listen on your favorite podcast platform chad i did read your review for Apple Podcasts that you left. It was very short and to the point, but I appreciate it because it was the first review Palazzo Podcast has had in months on Apple Podcasts. We can do better than this. I know it's late in the season and everybody's checked out, but can we get another couple of reviews, a five-star rating? I know this show is at least a top 10 show when it comes to fantasy baseball because we're as entertaining as anybody and you can get information that will help you. So... Production value is A+, and the advice is pretty good. That should be our slogan. Plato Podcast. Our production is number one, and our advice is not too shabby. What do you think? Can I lock that in? Okay. All right, so that's pretty much the business time. I feel like maybe there's some other stuff I'm missing, but who knows. If you guys got stuff to promote, I will promote it for you because I believe very much in doing so. And I'm meeting so many new faces over at FTN that I didn't know. They got quite a roster of people. They really do. And none of them are trolls, which is super cool. They're the opposite of trolls. They're like really good, honest, kind, funny people. Troll toll. There's no troll toll to be paid. You got to pay a troll toll when you go on Twitter, though. Troll toll. Govier might get mad. What's this here? Govier might get mad. Why? I don't know why. I guess I'm missing what's going on here in the chat, so... Uh, and you're the only pod with the Royal Rumble. That's right, Tim. We were the only pod that's ever done a live Royal Rumble. That was. <laughs> Do you remember who won the Royal Rumble, Tim? Anybody watch that episode or listen to that episode earlier this year? The Royal Rumble was for the 2022 comeback player. And I remember exactly who won that Royal Rumble. And it turns out he was deserving because he's had a really nice bounce back season. The bounce back Royal Rumble was a fun, goofy episode. We haven't done an episode quite like it since, frankly. That was uh, <laughs> that was fun. I had a good time doing that. Tim's got That's right. Jeff McNeil was the winner of the 2022 Bounce Back Player of the Year Royal Rumble. Congratulations to Jeff McNeil. He's made us real proud this season by delivering not only on the Royal Rumble victory, but with his statistical performance and output. He's been fabulous this season. He's a great hitter. He's a guy who will always give you a great floor of average, and in OBP leagues, too. He can keep a floor for you. He's a great floor player. Not a lot of power, not a lot of speed, but he'll score runs, and he'll get on base. And it's a guy you can rely on, as long as he's not hurt, of course. And then you might say, well, boy, not very reliable when I'm having to have him on the IL. And Jeff McGill's been on the IL several times in his career, but this year he's been able to avoid any major issues. So, uh... I'm pretty excited about that. Anyways, 
I don't know why I'm thinking about trolls now. I played that troll drop, and I can't stop thinking about trolls for some reason. You gotta pay the troll toll to get in. You do. You always gotta pay the troll toll to get in. That's a fact. So, Tim says, one of my favorite episodes. I assume you're talking about the troll toll, the, the, <laughs> the, uh, the day man versus night man from It's Always Sunny. One of, It's Always Sunny. There's a couple episodes that are like all time, all timers, no doubt about it. There's the one with the wrestling match. So good. The Birds of War and the Trash Man. And, of course, the Day Man and the Night Man with <laughs> the Troll Toll. It's so good, man. It's so funny. I I just love that show so much. Always Sunny will always be one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Day Man. Ah, fighter of the Night Man. Oh! <laughs> oh, I, love, I just love when he does the high-pitched one. Day Man. Oh! It's so stupid. It's one of the funniest things you'll ever hear. So, unfortunately, I got it. Here we go. Damon. 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 That's funny. All right. Uh, Timmy says, "Does the '80s movie Troll hold up?" That's the question, dude. The Troll is not a good movie. I'd prefer The Gate. If we're talking late '80s horror movies with demons and trolls and shit i'm going with the gate over the troll but that's my two cents the gate stars steven dorf who you might remember from blade plays one of the vampires that's uh that's my two cents bob says trolls live under bridges that's true and turtles live in the sewer well yeah we learned that from cartoons growing up didn't we that's right teenage mutant ninja toilet so uh, mason says poor rickety cricket yeah they really ruined his life terrible I feel bad for cricket. It's just not gone well. All right. We're live here on the Plaza Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. Make sure you are two. following us on all social media. Twitter being our main one, but really that's just an entry point. Twitter is the gateway, kind of like the movie The Gate, where they find the gate and they get in to this alternate world. So if you can find the gate at the top of the Twitter handle for the Plaza Podcast, two L's, two Z's, Utah. You will see Give me two. the Discord link. Click on that link and open a portal to a whole new world. These guys are talking sports all day. They're talking baseball from Dynasty Angle. Prospects. Ben's in there doing his thing, talking about prospects. We got bets. Thud has daily betting selections. My man Thud, his name's John. I know John a little bit. And he is so good with math. He's a great mathematician. So that's why he's so good at the gambling side of MLB and all gambling. College, we actually bonded over college basketball gambling during the winter. That's how I first met Thud. He's a really good guy, a, a down-home guy. In fact, we actually bonded over something else more private, but I'm not going to expose his business. I can only expose my own business. I don't do that to other people. Jamie says, Bob, what do you think Bailey for the Phillies? Bailey Falter? You guys are having your own side chat here in the live chat. That's fine. You can do that here. Join us in the live chat. Subscribe to the YouTube. We're at 331 subs. We'd love to get to 400 before the season ends. 400? Anybody? Anybody? All you got to do is click subscribe. I know I have the same viewership every week now when we do the show because all the other people bailed out. Either their teams crashed and burned. We gave them bad advice, and they said, well, forget these guys. Or they're just focusing on football and baseball's in the Back, back, back burner for sure. Those are the two likely outcomes. All right, let's get into leading off. All right. 
off. We're leading off. We got our catch of the day. Good. Our first catch of the day. Ah, the catch of the day for Friday. It's easy. We're going to talk about Julio Rodriguez and the big contract he got. So this is great news for a guy who is definitely deserving. I don't think there's any debate about that. He's one of the most exciting, if not the most exciting, not just youngsters, but baseball players, period. Julio Rodriguez and the Mariners. He's going to be a top 10 pick next year, most likely, because he can hit for power, speed, and he can make contact, and he does it all. He he is Mike Trout, except he'll be better and hopefully more sturdy than Mike Trout. Uh, by the way, the Angels are in Toronto this weekend, so uh, there's a couple players on the restricted list that won't be playing, but nobody of note. I know Taylor Ward's on the restricted list. He won't be playing, but... That'll actually be a net positive for the Angels because Taylor Ward has sucked. That was actually the wrong button. Uh, it was supposed to be this. Child, please. Yeah, there you go. I don't think it's a child, please debate. Taylor Ward had a great run there in May, and then that was it. So I'd actually like to hear from my guy. Uh, where's Joe at? Joe Gentile. He was big on Taylor Ward and one of the guys that called his fun season this year. I wonder what Joe has to say about that now because he has really fallen off a cliff, Taylor Ward, that is. Yes, it's surprising news, but sometimes a player sucks and they just don't get it back. There you go. That's a final ruling on that one. But, uh, Joe, if you're out there, Joe, I hope you're doing well. Guys, follow Joe on Twitter. He really always has – he doesn't give you surfacey – retread players to like and to follow. He digs into it, and he's always looking for the edge for the gems that aren't getting enough attention. That's what Joe Gentile does best. So, Joe, if you're hearing this right now, I hope you're doing well. Give me a follow-up on Taylor Ward. I should text Joe right now, actually. Maybe I could do that. Maybe he'd write me back on the air. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, I'm going to text Joe here on the air. Here, I'll play a button. Screw it. Let's let him do it. No, it's a win-win for me. See, it's a win-win, okay? Did you know that? Damn! Okay, I just texted Joe, so we'll see if we get a response on that one. Jamie wants to know, I'm curious. I figure I let him get a shot tonight in my lineup. Are you talking about Bailey Falter again? Is that what we're talking about here in the side chat? This is what happens. These guys start having their own conversation in the live chat, and then I just jump in. Oh, here it is. Yeah, Govia, you suck. I do. That's right. I know that. I'm only as good as the next show I do. Just Bob likes Bailey Falter. That's the rumor anyways. In a 20-team league, that's a good call. Chad says, uh, breaking anti-vax news, the Angels trio of Taylor Ward, Aaron Loop, and Ryan Tapera are on the restricted list. Thank you very much, Chad. Yep, I covered Taylor Ward. And then two relievers you just don't care about. Unless you try to pick up Ryan Tapera, hoping to get saves after Rizal Iglesias was traded. And how did that go? Uh, I don't know. Chad says, I had a six-upset parlay, and I wanted one favorite, so I took Bieber versus the Angels, and Ward hit two home runs. Oh, man. Wow. So that cost him $45,000? Oh, man. Damn! Dude, gambling is risky, and you're playing with fire when you gamble, so never bet more than you can afford to lose. There you go, the more you know. So anyways, uh, this contract with Julio Rodriguez, he's guaranteed $210 million, which is exciting. And after that, there's incentives, right? So he could keep crawling up to about 500 mil at some point. 
It's they're calling it the richest deal in MLB history because it could turn into that, but it's not that on paper right away. It's a 14-year deal, 210 million guaranteed. And according to Jeff Passan on Twitter, the structure of the contract is very complicated, but the top line details say 210 million guaranteed over 14 years with the ability to grow to over 400 million. It also includes some player and team options. So that'll be interesting too, to see when those kick in and how they kick in. Uh, There'll be $120 million base for the first eight years. And then from there, it grows to a minimum of $320 million if the Mariners exercise their option or $210 million if the team declines and Rodriguez exercises his player option. So both of them have outs at certain points in the contract, which is, has that ever happened before? I mean, you either have, (laughs) you either have a team option or you get a player option. I've played a lot of dynasty and franchises in video games, and I've never had the ability where I can apply both. It's either one or the other because you want to have leverage. That's the whole point of team and player options is the leverage. So that's very fascinating. That's bizarre, too, in a way. It's kind of surprising that those would both be locked in, right? You guys with me on this? That's very, very intriguing. Chad says, I was just talking to Ben. Shout out Benjamin Chase, our main man, our prospects guru on the Discord about it. And he can only think of one contract anywhere that was near this complex. I would agree with that, Chad. Absolutely. This is definitely a unique contract. And I'm happy for Julio Rodriguez. He's a fun player. And, you know, he's the day man. Victory lap certified. Yep, a victory lap for you. And he's the day man. Let's try that again. Day man. I just can't stop doing it. I used to go around the house all the time. Day man. I just can't stop doing that. Sometimes I get in these modes i have these ticks i just keep saying the same thing or doing the same thing again again and again and again and it's really annoying and right now somebody's watching this youtube for the first time they're like oh my god this guy is so annoying so annoying so annoying so annoying chad says reposting club option minimum eight years 200 million if j-rod receives no mvp votes for the first eight years Here's how it escalates. Top 10 MVP two to three times, eight years, 240 million. Top 10 MVP four times, eight years, 260 million. MVP win and top five one other time or top five three times with no win, eight, 280 million. (laughs) Two MVPs or four top fives without winning, 10 years, 350 million? Holy crap. Uh, I don't know what is going on there. That is bizarre. What a contract. That is so complex. Isn't it? Does anybody know what's going on here? Good God. It's all about bucks, kid. Yeah, it's all about bucks, that's for sure. Mega bucks. Wow. And Chad also says if the Mariners decline their club option, his five-year 90 million player option can increase to five 125 and a half based on all-star appearances and silver slugger awards. Man, you talk about contract incentives galore. This is the ultimate, this is, this is contract incentive, the movie. That's what this is. It's just endless incentives and contracts. It's bonkers. 
It's so bonkers, this contract. Wow. I don't. This will take weeks for everyone to really flesh everything out and the details of it all. It's really, really intense. Good God. Because I really need the money. Well, sometimes you really do need the money. Chad, thanks for uh, sharing some of your information there. You guys can share information on the live stream, just like Chad did, anytime you want to while we're doing the show. This is the Palazzo Podcast, 2Ls2Z. Utah. It's on Twitter. Give me two. Five-star review, Apple Podcasts. Five stars on Spotify. We got a couple of one stars on Spotify. So if you guys could help us out and turn the tide on Spotify, let's pump the numbers up on this thing. I want to go into 2023 as one of the top five baseball podcasts, bar none. We are, and we can be, and we should be mentioned with these people. We should. Because we... You get production value here like almost nowhere else. You get quality fantasy advice. I mean, I've got... I've My home league's gone sour, which sucks. I mentioned that, but I got a lot of other uh, first place and second place current positions in several leagues. Consistency. A couple bad apples, but those ones I drafted in... I did the October draft champions, that 50-round do or die. <laughs> I did that on... Right before November started with Zach Waxman and Mike the Mouth and all these guys. It was so dumb. It was way too early. You know, Rob DiPietro just did uh, that seven-round, way-too-early 2023 draft. Did you guys catch some of that? It's cool that he did it. I love Rob, and I'll always love Rob. He's a great human being. I'm a big fan of his. But I just, I'm not going to draft early, that early. I'm not drafting in October or November for fantasy baseball ever again. I'm just not doing it. Some people say, well, there's great value. You can really take advantage of people and the market because if you can see certain angles first and foremost, that's how you do it. Okay, I see that, but I guess I don't see the angles that way. And for me, I always draft the best right before the season starts. It's like I fully master it all. It all comes together, and I just know I got it figured out. I know what the market says and do and will do. And I just I just hit it. I hit it when the market makes the most sense to me right before the season starts. So that's just how I am. That doesn't mean you have to be that way, right? I mean, I don't know. I know. You've been talking about it for the last five miles. Yeah, I have been. Anyways, I'll stop talking about that. All I know is I'm not going to draft that early. But we're a great show. We have a lot to offer, and our Discord is fun, and I love the camaraderie we got here and the crew of people. Everybody here didn't know each other, and now they know each other, and it's a pretty solid crew of people. So I love our show. I love what we do here, and I love all of you guys. Of course, uh, you know, I don't, like, love you and, like, I'm willing to leave you in my will type of love, but it's the type of love where I respect and appreciate you. Does that make sense? Is that okay with you? Okay. Shout out to all you guys. Stand up and shout! Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, what else here on the Palazzo podcast? We're live. So, guys, I made some mistakes. I made some big mistakes. And in my home league, I'm really, really missing out on Nate Lowe. Nate Lowe is just tearing it up. I traded for Nate Lowe at my team's trade deadline in my home league. This is the Bless You Boys BYB home league. It's a head-to-head Five by five with OBP instead of average. I've showed you guys the standings recently. And I think the last time I showed you the standings, I was first in my division. Now I'm one and a half games out of second of the second seed, which is the top spot in our division. So I'll just 
I can just show it to you instead of trying to explain it all to you. What do you think of that? Yeah, I'll do that. I will do that. I will do that. Did you know that we sold out and we now have advertisements? Yeah, we've gone mainstream. We're getting $6. That's right. We've made six bucks so far. Can you believe it? What a dream come true, $6. Anyways, I wanted to give you some preparation, some time to be cognizant that a commercial is coming your way. I'm not just going to throw a commercial mid-sentence on you. I wouldn't do that. I respect you, and I know that's annoying. So here's a countdown for the upcoming advertisement from Starbucks or Spectrum, Comcast, Apple, who the hell knows. Three, a two, one. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here we go. Added to the stream. Okay. So, as you can see, I'm in second place there. <sighs> Not going well for me. I'm right behind GoFo. One and a half games out. Ghetto Paranoia is in second place. GoFo's in first. And I'm playing GoFo this week. It's all do or die. Look at this. See? The matchup. I'm down six to three right now. A real shame for me. A real shame. And I traded for Nate Lowe at the deadline, but I ended up dropping him. I'll show you some of the trades because our trade deadline is definitely over. It ended on July 29th. Uh, there's one trade I made. This one was Nick Prado and Dalton Varsho. For Jonathan India and Nick Lodolo. How does that trade look a month later? Nick Prado, I didn't miss him. Wasn't going to keep him. There is a, eight keepers in this league, so clearly Nick Prado wasn't one of them. But Dalton Varsho could have been a keeper, but I already had Alejandro Kirk, so I said, I don't need Varsho. It wouldn't make sense to carry two catchers. So I got Jonathan India, who I believe of the four players, Prado, Varsho, India, and Lodolo, India is the best of the four, without a doubt. Yeah, you can, yeah, sure. But I think that's pretty clear cut, right? Problem is, India continuing to have leg problems and knee issues. And I just thought he would be healthy and finish strong this year. And that doesn't seem to be the case, which is unfortunate for me. Uh, so let me pull up more of the trades here. Do, do, do. Uh, those of you that are listening, I'm, I'm explaining as best I can for podcast form. Uh, let's look at some other trades I made here. I'm going to find myself. Oh, that, there was this one. So I traded Lou Trevino and Mackenzie Gore and a first and second round pick, which ends up being eight keepers, 14 teams. What is that? Like 140? 141st player overall or 120? Someone do the math on that. It's definitely outside the top 100. So I gave up those players and those two picks for Josiah Gray and Freddie Peralta. And I dropped... Josiah Gray, because he was terrible after I got him on this trade, which was July 27th. He had one more terrible start, but since then, Josiah Gray has been playing well. In fact, it was that start on August 5th at Philly, which finished a string of terrible starts with very high whips. But since then, three starts, August 10th, August 15th, and August 20th, he's gone at least five innings, and he's been 
better. His whip was a little high in his last start, and he only had three Ks, but he had a great performance against the Cubs on the 15th with 10 strikeouts, and that's what he does. The problem is, I couldn't hold him any longer. He was killing me, so I bailed. I dropped him outright, and really, I ended up trading Trevino, Gore, and a first and second round pick just for Freddie Peralta, which kind of seems like a lot now. Yeah, so maybe that was a mistake. And then here's the one I was just talking about. This is the Nate Lowe trade. Woo! So I traded Luis Garcia of the Nationals, not the Houston Astros pitcher, but the Washington Nationals shortstop, and Chris Sale out for the year. Trash, right? So Garcia, who I really, really like, but outside of batting average, he hasn't performed in any other meaningful category. So he's not as good as you would think he is. And Chris Sale's out for the year, so he's not going to do anything for you this year. I gave up those two guys for Garrett Whitlock, who has starting pitcher eligibility, but he's a closer. So that's a real bonus in our league because we have starter positions and reliever positions. And you can get relievers who have you know that, that spark eligibility. That's great news. That's always a uh, positive. Locked it in. Yeah, that's a lock for sure. So I gave up uh, Garcia and Sale for Garrett Whitlock and Nathaniel Lowe. And I cut Lowe. And I've been missing out on all this production recently. Look at this game log. Look what he's been doing. Oh, great series in Colorado where he went wild, had two home runs, eight RBIs in a two-game series of scored four runs. He's hit one, two, three, four. He's hit four home runs over the last eight days. And uh, I cut him, though, because I had Joey Votto. And I thought, okay, well, I got Joey Votto. So, you know. I'll be fine, right? But then Joey Votto goes out for the year, and I'm screwed. So that ended up being a big mistake. I took a risk because this is an OBP league. Remember, you can see the stats on the right. OBP is one of the five hitting categories. And Joey Votto's an excellent OBP guy, and he's always a second-half guy. So I'm like, well, I could drop Nathaniel Lowe because I've got Joey Votto. And that ended up being a big mistake. So what are some of your regrets? I want to hear about them. What are some mistakes you made that you thought were good ideas at the time, but they didn't quite work out? Because I think this is an interesting topic, and hopefully we can learn something from these mistakes. What was the thought process into the moves I made? I told you what mine were for Vado and for these other players I mentioned in these trades. As we look at my lineup here, this is my lineup for today. I still need to add a first baseman. Ever since Vado went out for the year and I dropped low, I've been a revolving door at first base. But I got a killer outfield. It's so good. I mean, look at this outfield. I got Seiya Suzuki, Manny Margot, Ronald Acuna, Brandon Nimmo, Jake Fraley, Mike Trout, Randy Rosarina. So many options in my outfield spots. They're so good, these players. But I guess I'm getting hurt at third base where Matt Chapman's been my guy all year long. And outside of power, Matt Chapman has not really provided much else. Uh, Jane Segura is fun. Alejandro Kirk has not been as good in the second half. You know, he... He's really tailed off the power, especially the home runs are just non-existent. In fact, I think he hasn't had a home run since July or something like that. If he has, it's like one home run in his last 30 games. The power is totally gone from Alejandro Kirk's bat. And that hurts me because I gave up Varsho instead. So anyways, yeah, that's my roster there. There's my pitchers. I got Freddie Peralta and Garrett Cole going tonight. Favorable matchups, Pretty Peralta at home against the Cubs, Garrett Cole on the road in Oakland. And actually, I was looking at a player prop for Garrett Cole. His player prop over-under on his pitches thrown tonight is 103.5. Just curious what you guys would take, over, under? 103.5 pitches for Garrett Cole in Oakland? 
I was thinking the under because Oakland's foul territory is so huge. And I'm going to stop uh, sharing the screen now. There we go. I'm back. Hey, everybody, it's me. Damon. Damon. So, <laughs> I just can't stop doing that. Um, I was thinking the under on Garrett Cole is 103 and a half because the foul territory is so big, you're going to get more outs. You're not going to have as many fouls go off into the seats. And that just means less pitches thrown. I think it's pretty simple. And it looks like Bob agrees with me. He says under. That's right. Bob's a smart guy. See? Uh, I don't know what I missed in the comments while I was talking forever. Let's see here. Uh, you guys ripping on me? Let's see. Just Bob says, Varsho is outfield also and has some speed. Yeah, he does. And that's why he was so useful. You could, I could have kept Varsho and Alejandro Kirk on my roster because of that, Bob. That's a really good point. It is. Yeah, I know. It's a great point because I could slide Varsho into outfield spots when other guys had days off. So I didn't have to necessarily get rid of him. But, hey, what can I tell you? Uh, Lottie Lottie looks good but still has to harness. I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> What's going on? Wow, dude. Uh, I don't know what you guys are talking about in the chat now. I thought I knew something. I don't know what's happening. Uh, Gray was the best player in the deal. Josiah Gray? You think so, Chad? Wow. And also, Chad says, was that pre-Garcia injury still? That was pre-Garcia injury. I traded him right before he got hurt. That's true. And uh, Chad says, are we not adding a first baseman? <laughs> I know. I need a, I need a first baseman, too. I I don't, I'm not playing one today. i got to pick one up for tomorrow. It's a daily transactions league, so whoever I pick up now will be applied to tomorrow's lineup. Chad says, we should pick your first baseman live on the Palazzo podcast. Okay. Yeah, you want to do it? Dude, let's do this. I love this idea. This is a great idea. Let me bring the, uh, let me bring the screen back up. This is genius. Total genius. I love this. Genius, genius, genius. Thank you, Chad. Okay, so I'll pull back up the screen. And we'll go over my options. I need a first baseman. I need to add one. So here we are. Get rid of Chad's comment here. All right. So I need a first baseman. You see that? It's empty. Now we're going to have to drop someone. So this is the hard part is I don't know who to drop. It's been just such a difficult time for me to decide who to drop. So that's been the problem. But we'll go and we'll look at the first baseman available. And we'll see what we can do here. All right, so remember, this is OBP League. Otherwise, it's just standard 5x5, five five, no Ks. Runs, home runs, steals, RBI, and OBP. Those are the five categories. So who do you guys think? What are we looking at? Here's some of the names. We got Wilmer Flores, Darren Ruff, Seth Brown, Brendan Donovan, Connor Joe. Hey, old man, Connor Joe. Where did you go? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Connor Joe? Uh, yeah, this is tough already. Chad, see, <laughs> you know what I'm talking, Chad, look what I'm dealing with here. It is tough. It's it's not easy. This is not easy. Oh, uh, World Series champions Red Sox 04 says Harold Ramirez easy. Oh, is that because he's taking on your Red Sox this weekend and it's a great matchup for him? I want to know the reasoning. Fill me in on that World Series 04. Uh, okay, let's go back to Jamie. Let's find Govier in there and slot him in there to first base. I don't think Govier is in the uh, first base pool. Seth Brown and Harold Ramirez stand out. Donovan doesn't play enough. So this is just for tomorrow. Now, the season, the regular season ends at the end of the week, and I've got 10 moves left. So I could 
stream first baseman every day the rest of the weekend. Really, I only got two more days because I got Saturday and Sunday. So what do you guys think here? I mean, Connor Joe? I mean, let's uh let's filter this a bit. We'll do this over the last seven days and see who's been doing what. Who are the hotter players over now? Keston Hira, he's at the top. So these are the last seven day players who have been on a roll. Let me uh, zoom this out a bit. See if I can. Yeah. Oh, there we go. And I had Keston here, but I dropped him because Manny Margot has been so hot. And I know I've got an outfield glut, but I sacrificed here at first base to pick up Margot. But now I got to drop one of these outfielders because I have too many of them, right? Um, one of them has to go. If they're not going to play, they're a waste of space on your roster. And that's been the difficult decision for me. So we got Harold Ramirez as a vote. Uh, I can't pick up Hira because he's on waivers. He has to clear waivers first. That's just the rules of the game. What are you? What other you guys say? Oh, Just Bob says Ramirez as well. Okay, that's two votes for Harold Ramirez. Bob says Ramirez is the better hitter. Okay. We're gonna get all in your face and point out your faults. That's what we're doing right now. We're analyzing. Chad says Seth Brown and Harold Ramirez stand out. Donovan doesn't play enough, which I did say that already. Okay. Also. Chad says that definitely Harold, because you could always slot Harold to the outfield and stream again using a different drop. Yeah, I did think about that. Actually, I picked up Matt Veerling yesterday. He was my stream, and uh, obviously I dropped him because there's Veerling again. I thought it was a good matchup. And what did he do yesterday? He went 1-1 one, one for 3 with a run. It was serviceable. I'll take it. Uh, some other options, though. Isak Paredes, anybody? Uh... Jonah Bride? <laughs> no one for Connor Joe. I know Connor Joe hasn't been playing as much. The playing time's been sporadic. But he did lead off the other day against Texas, which he used to do regularly. Uh, Bobby Dahlbach's available. Michael Chavis. Ugh, it's getting pretty rough after that. Uh, Bly Madris of the Pittsburgh Pirates. I like Bly. He's a fun guy. I've always liked him. Uh, and then here's a, here's a big one right here, guys. Look at this. What about this one? Yuli Gurriel. Gurriel is available. I feel Gurriel is my choice. Does anyone disagree? Because I think Yuri Gurriel is the guy I want to add. He hits in the two-hole, and he's still got the best part of his season still to come. Two-hole in Astros lineup, that's a nice place to be. I know he's not going to steal bags or anything like that, but he's actually stolen, I think, about eight steals this year. He's shown a bit of speed. But... It, that's my... I'm going with Gurriel. You guys are saying Harold Ramirez or Seth Browns. Bob says no Gurriel. Okay. Chad says, how about the goat Ke <laughs> Cody Clemens? <laughs> You're very funny. Go Tigers. Yeah, Cody Clemens, no thanks. I refuse to roster any Clemens family members just because Roger Clemens is an all-time Hall of Fame douchebag. Yeah, I said it. What do you think of that? You got a problem with that? Roger Clemens, come after me. Come on. Come on. Bring it. Come get me. Come after me, Roger Clemens. You can't touch the Palazzo podcast. We're untouchable. And I don't want Cody Clemens, even though he is a Tiger. So fuck that guy, right? Yeah, that's how I feel about it. And I'm not going to lie about it. Roger Clemens is in George's box. And Roger Clemens is coming back. Oh, my good goodness gracious. Dramatic thing of all the dramatic things I've ever seen, Roger Clubman standing right in George Steinbrenner's box announcing he is back. Roger Clubman is a New York Yankee. <laughs> I don't know 
why that makes me laugh so much. It's such a wild clip. Susan is way too intense on that one. That's Susan Waldman, I believe. Uh, Just Bob knows who that is, don't you, Bob? <laughs> okay. All right, so what's the bottom line here, guys? We're trying to pick my first baseman. A World Series champion Red Sox 04 says, Harold number one, Harold Ramirez, Yuli number two. Harold has big-time exit velos. The batting average is legit. I agree, the batting average is legit. I'm all for that. Yep, Susan Walden, that's right, Bob. So, and Chad says, that OBP is brutal, though. Are you talking about Cody Clemens or Gurriel's 308? Yeah, the 308, this is... By the way, I filtered this over the last week, so this is just the last week. If you look at Gurriel's season stats, he's hitting 250 on the year. Seven homers, 37 ribbies, eight steals. You look at his game log, no power, but he's been getting on base, uh, not driving in or scoring a lot of runs, but a few here and there. I just feel like the best of Gurriel's yet to come. And if we want to play matchups too, we'd have to look at the schedule for tomorrow. That will help us in this situation. So... I'm going to give you guys like one more minute and then we're just going to make a final determination here and we'll make the pick. It looks like everybody th- still feels like the majority saying Harold Ramirez. Last call. Last call on who I should select as my first baseman, folks. Chad says, Harold has basically replaced Yandy Diaz and on top of that has taken some from Paredes. All right, well, the tribe has spoken. I like it. I'm willing to... Uh, I think this is a fun exercise. I can't believe we've never done this before. We should do this again. We should do this more often. I should go live every time I have to make a transaction and get your guys' feedback. Or at the very least, hit up the Discord and try to do some fun with that. Because this is fun. This is why doing a show can be great. Because when you have this interactivity, it just makes it so much more enjoyable. And it's you get to see what other people's opinions are. I think it's very, very cool. I really do. I'm all for this. So thanks, guys. I think that'll be my choice. Harold Ramirez. Final answer? Final answer. Yes! All right. I'm going to do it. Watch me do this. Harold Ramirez. Click add against Boston. And now the question, though, guys, this is the hard part. This is the hardest part of the whole thing. Who do I drop? I'll zoom out a bit here. Who do I drop? These are all the hitters. Not dropping Kirk, obviously. Remember, this is a 14-teamer, okay? So these are all the hitters from India to Kirk. Let's start with the hitters. I'll take votes on which hitter to drop. I've also considered dropping a pitcher as well. Remember, you can stream pitchers in this league, and that can make a difference. Harold Ramirez is the play, but the hardest part of this now, now that the tribe has spoken. 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 Who do we drop? Are you keeping Saya? Uh, yeah, I very. I think I am going to keep Saya Suzuki. Remember, I'm keeping eight players, and I like Suzuki. I like him long term even more than what we're getting right now. So I don't want to drop Suzuki. No way. Uh, I think we have to establish a top three who who to drop on this roster. And for me, it might be Brandon Nimmo, who's really good in OBP, but he's not having a great OBP season by his standards. Although he is getting on base more frequently lately. He's kind of been getting on a roll, which is something that I always take into account. You know, not what happened, what's going to happen. That's that's what this is all about. Trying to predict, analyze, and put yourself in position to understand what's going to happen next with a player, not what has happened. That's so key, okay? 
And Nimmo is a leadoff hitter still on a great offense. The New York Mets lineup is a lot of fun. And wow, dude. Yeah, no, it really is. I'm serious. If I look at Nimmo's game log lately, it's just, it's consistent. You know, he's, he's getting on base almost every game or almost every game over his last 15 games. It's been pretty reliable, but I still feel like the, all the other guys I have, I can replace Nimmo. That's why I think Jake Fraley is more, would you rather have Fraley here? Fraley's been on fire. And he's leading off for the Reds. And he gets to play in Great American Small Park, which is wonderful news. So, you know, that's my opinion with Fraley. That's why I like Fraley. I think Nimmo's the cut. Oh, Luis Garcia, stealth activated. Oh, he's back. Congratulations, Luis Garcia. That's wonderful news. All right, I need... Hey, guys, come on. I need you here. Who am I dropping? Is it Nimmo? Is it Fraley? Should I drop Chapman and pick up another third baseman, but then I got to make another move after that? I don't know. I've been torn all year. You want to look at the pitchers now? Okay, let's look at the pitchers. I got Trevor Rogers on the IL. Did you guys see how good Trevor Rogers looked? Woo! It's exciting! All the terribleness that so many people... See, I got to skip all the awfulness that was Trevor Rogers in 2022 this year. I really was fortunate. Rogers stunk it up. We're going to get all in your face and point out your faults. Yeah, well, there's a lot of faults this year, but I just, I skipped all that because I didn't roster him, but I someone finally dropped him a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, you know what? I'll throw him on the IL since he's chilling there, and I hope that the best version of Trevor Rogers comes back. And what we saw in his latest start for AAA, is it Jupiter? Wait, no, what's the AAA? Miami's AAA team is not the Jupiter Hammerheads, is it? Who? What's the AAA team? I could Google it. I could always do that. That's true. But he had a phenomenal game. So I'm really excited that I got Rodgers coming off the IL, which also allows me to possibly drop one of these pitchers because I know I've got Rodgers coming off the IL, right? So which pitcher will it be? Nick Lodolo? Am I keeping him? Uh, <laughs> Red Sox champ says, drop Josh Lowe. He's a triple-A K machine. Well, Josh Lowe's in my N.A. spot, and it's pointless. So he's not hurting me because the N.A. spot is separate from the active roster spots. But, yeah, Josh Lowe, I'll, I'll drop. If he gets called up, I'll drop him immediately. He's just in an N.A. spot just for the hell of it. Uh, Jamie says, football, football league. Get on that. No, no, this is not football. This is baseball, damn it. I've spoken. Go Tigers. Yeah. So anybody, last call here. I need a help on this drop. I'm afraid to drop someone if I don't get any help here. Sonny Gray, I'm not dropping him. Garrett Whitlock, I love him as a closer in a spark situation. Got to keep him. Garrett Cole, of course. Sandy Alcantara, of course. Edwin Diaz, not going anywhere. Daniel Bard, not going anywhere. He's still been pretty decent in the second half. I thought he would implode like he did last year in the second half, but he has not for the most part. George Kirby has been phenomenal after... Questions about him not being available and being reduced in role. Man, his last start, 9Ks against Washington, going seven strong on a playoff team. George Kirby is incredible. And I am so glad I didn't drop George Kirby. That's why I dropped Josiah Gray, because I had George Kirby. I had Nick Lodolo, and I was torn. I was like, would you rather have Lodolo, Kirby, or Josiah Gray? I I think that's a tough one. Two weeks. 
Two weeks. Well, yeah, in two weeks things can change. That's true. Josiah Gray in two weeks went from shit to not so bad, right? But in my opinion, I think I think that's a fair opinion. Lodolo, Kirby, and Gray. All three of them are very talented. And right now, in this moment, I drop Gray to keep the other two. And I got Freddie Peralta and Hazel Cesardo, who has amazingly been completely healthy since coming back off the IL. So what do I do here, people? Chad says Bard is a drop. Bard's been with me all season long, though. Chad says no opportunity rest of week. <sighs> yeah, but what about saves, though? That's the problem, right? I mean, let's go back to the matchup. Saves is a category. It's tied one-to-one, -one, and I could, I might need Bard rest of weekend to close out at least one save here. Look out. The categories are very tight. I'm up four in runs. I'm down one in homers. He's got a nine RBI lead. I'm up one in steals, up in OBP by 70 points. But then he's got me 4-0 in wins. Saves are tied. He's got me plus 11 in Ks and ERAs. Mine's 276. His is 268. And our whips are minuscule. Mine's .95 and his is .87. Jeez Louise, can I catch a break here? Why? Why? Damn Actually, shout out to my competitor, Dan. Stand up and GoFo, his full team name is Go Crazy, folks. Go Crazy. He's incredible. He's a super, super good elite player. So I got a lot of respect for Dan. I think he's won three championships. We're both tied. Both of us have won three titles in this league. So we're competing for like the best of the best, you know? All right. Uh, just says the bar drop, Colorado doesn't win games. Okay. And you guys are saying drop Bard because the Mets are running out Scherzer and Bassett rest of weekend. Chad says if the Mets lose a game, it's going to be a blowout, I think. And you would be better off streaming the Angels fill-in closer. But that's the thing, though. I'm going to have to stream another closer, though. So I'm dropping Ramirez now and sacrificing a closer. This is tough, guys. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to think about this. Rosters won't be affected until tomorrow anyway, so i got plenty of time to reconsider this. But I've taken under advisement. The tribe has spoken. The tribe has spoken. And I've thought it over, and I'll continue to stew on it for a while here. But you guys have been very helpful, and this has been a fun exercise. I think we should do this again more often. And if you like this type of stuff, you want to have this kind of group effort on transactions and ads and drops and what to do with your own teams, the Discord... That was basically a live version of what the Discord is always like at any time of day or night if you need help. The Plaza Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Utah. We got it all. Give me two. We're here to help you. We want you to win money, and we want you to have a few laughs. We got the Russell Crowe channel. That's always good for a laugh. Uh, the Screaming to the Void channel is very popular. Sometimes you have a picture of a meltdown, or you don't start a guy like Cole Irvin who has a great outing. And you feel like screaming into the void. And we have that channel in the Palazzo Discord. <laughs> you don't actually have to scream. You could just post a GIF of a scream. But I think uh, Russell, shout out to Russell, our main man. He loves the one from the Tool video, I think. It's the same GIF he always posts every time he wants to use the Scream Into the Void channel. Stand shout out to Russell. So Just Bob says, what good is a closer that's not going to get used? Well, not now, but 
So this is what we got to think. Slightly big picture here, Bob. Next week, the playoffs start. And if I lose this matchup, I got to win this matchup by two games to secure a first-round bye. If not, I'm playing next week. So I got to be prepared to play in the quarterfinals next week. And if I need bar next week and I get eat saves, then where am I then? Is it worth sacrificing it in the now? This is our concern, dude. Chad says, it's also possible the play is drop barred for Jose Quijada and run no first baseman. I like Jose Quijada. I'm into that. I'll consider that notion. Certainly been enlightening, though. I will say that. We covered a lot of ground by talking about a lot of different players and seeing where we're at in the landscape of things. Uh, You know, the weekend lineup, how things are laying out. Trevor Rogers will be back next week after he had his great outing. It was uh, Jacksonville. He's in AAA Jacksonville, not Jupiter. I think Jupiter's a single A. That was my mistake. But he fanned 12 yesterday over six hitless innings and scoreless innings. A flawless, flawless performance. I think Trevor Rogers could help maybe myself even maybe win a championship. That'd be nice if Trevor Rogers, the best version of Trevor Rogers, shows up. Anything is possible. Isn't that what Kevin Garnett said? Flawless victory. We'll see if it's a flawless victory, but uh, I'm excited. I'm very excited for all this. It's been a good show. I want to thank you guys so much for everything you guys do. You make this show better. You really do. Really. Jamie says, I think it's better to play through than getting a first-round bye. You know, in, in the fantasy playoffs, I'd definitely rather have a bye. That's one less obstacle. I'd rather have one less round I have to win in fantasy, that's a no-brainer for me. Chad says, since whip and saves are key categories in the matchup, it's also possible that you could, you know, what he said earlier about adding Quijada and going no first baseman. Just Bob says, again, look at Colorado's schedule next week. Okay. Okay, fine. I'll look at Colorado's schedule next week. Fine. Fine, Bob. You're so smart, Bob. Whatever, motherfucker! He is. Bob knows his stuff. He really does. All right. Next week, Colorado is. Well, they don't play Monday, it looks like. They're off. Tuesday, the Rockies. Tab the Rockies. I can't believe I haven't said Coors enough. Coors. There we go. This right here is a silver bullet all the way from Colorado. That's right. So the Rockies next week are going against the Braves in Atlanta. And that starts on Tuesday night. That is a tough series. And I see what you're saying now, Bob, that not expect much from the Rockies against the Braves in that affair. And then uh, September 1st rolls around. New month. Wow, September. It's so much fun. The Rockies finish their series at the Braves, and then they go to Cincinnati. Wow, what a great opportunity. The Rockies in Cincinnati. The team that supposedly has the best offensive environment versus the team that actually has the best offensive environment in their ballpark. Very cool. All right, yeah. The Red Series, though, Bard could get a couple saves against the Reds. I like that. Of course, Atlanta is a terrible matchup for Colorado, but Cincinnati is a good matchup. So it's it's not all or it's not all or nothing. I don't know. I'm I don't know what to do. I'm going to think about this for a while. 
And I'll let you guys know what I do in the Discord. If you want to find out how this concludes, you can always hit us up in the Discord and connect with us, which you can find the link to that at the top of the Plaza Podcast Twitter feed, 2Ls, 2Zs. Utah. It's all right there. Give me two. All you got to do is click on it, and you'll be there. As far as tonight, we got some new series kicking off, some fun games. The Angels are in Toronto. I think we already mentioned that Taylor Ward, Ryan Tapera, and Aaron Loop will be out. They're on the restricted list. No vax, no play. The Blue Jays should take care of the Angels, no problem. I hope Mike Trout hits home runs at least. That'll be nice because he's been hitting home runs since he came back from that back issue. He's still so good. I mean, that compact swing, it's so smooth. Mike Trout is such a badass. I will always be grateful for his presence in this game. No doubt about it. Fun series with the Guardians out in Seattle tonight. Shane Bieber versus Logan Gilbert. That's a wonderful Friday night pitching matchup on Apple TV+. Plus. I know how much everyone loves Apple TV+, Plus, so enjoy that game. And like we said, Garrett Cole's taking on the Yankees in the A's in Oakland. Now, J.P. Sears, former Yankee, will be starting against Garrett Cole tonight. That's going to be fun to see what Sears can do there because you would think the Yankees have a really detailed scouting profile on J.P. Sears, and they should be able to take advantage of that. But sometimes... That doesn't always play out the way you think it's going to play. It doesn't. That's shocking, I know. But sometimes they'll throw a curveball at you. Get it? <laughs> Damn Damn All right. And let's see. Braves Cardinals. That'll be great. Spencer Strider's on the mound. That's always must-see TV. Woo. D-backs White Sox. Tommy Henry. Now, I picked two player props on the FTN MLB Picks Show, which you can see on the FTN YouTube. You can go and watch that right now if you want. I picked Tommy Henry to go over four and a half Ks. That was plus money on that play, I believe. It was plus 115 at the time. That was on FanDuel. But Tommy Henry over four and a half Ks against the White Sox. Now, the White Sox are second best team in baseball this season, all season, in batting average against left-handers. They're hitting like 277 against lefties, but... I think Eloy's going to be out, right? There'll be no Eloy. That'll help. And even if I expect Tommy Henry to get dinged up by a White Sox offense that is such a ghost, you never know what the hell you're getting with the White Sox. It's so hit or miss. Total chaos. They change one minute, and then they go right back to the team they always were. And you want me to change? Fuck you! That's the White Sox. That's Tony La Russa. That, that is the audio that defines Tony La Russa. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just realized this. This is Tony La Russa always. And you want me to change? Fuck you. That's it. That's the audio version of Tony La Russa 24-7. So uh, I'm hoping Tommy Henry gets over on the four and a half Ks. And I also took Keston Hira over 0.5 total bases. So just one total base for Keston Hira will be a winner. I think that was minus 115, less favorable odds, but still... I think a pretty easy play against Justin Steele, the lefty, who's been really, really good with the Ks, but he still walks a fair amount of guys. That's always a problem for Justin Steele. So those are my two player props on the FTN network. Make sure you subscribe to FTN, please. It just it helps me out, and I think I'm offering useful, useful stuff to you, entertaining, useful stuff, and so are so many others on FTN. God, what a great crew we got over there. The future is bright. The future is very, very bright. Uh, and then uh, my Bozo Tigers are taking on the Rangers. That'll be a, a real hoot down in uh, Arlington. Go Tigers. Although, Taylor Alexander. I like Tyler Alexander. He's underrated. He's starting for the Tigers. He doesn't strike out a lot of guys, but he can keep your ratios in check. And against the Rangers on the road, it's not a bad play 
if you're looking for a streamer for some reason right before first pitch, which is like an hour from now, yeah, just saying. Uh, okay, I think that's it. A few things I cover there. It should be a fun weekend. Uh, Joe Musgrove's in Kansas City tonight. Should throw a lot of strikeouts, hopefully. Just Bob approves. I like Tommy Henry. Yay! Woohoo! I always like getting Bob's support because Bob is a smart dude. And that makes me feel good. Chad also says, uh, if not, just uh, re-add the day waivers lift since that will be after the Toronto series. If you're, I don't know what that's in reference to. So, okay, who cares? Sometimes I read chat comments and I'm just jumping into the live chat and they don't make any sense unless you've been following along. I want to thank everybody, of course. I love this show. I miss my partner, Deary. Make sure you follow him on Twitter, cdeary1999. He's still out there. He's still very busy. I saw him on Monday for our birthday. Mon- it was it's really a bummer. We should have made a tradition of like doing a show for our birthday every year because we have the exact same birthday, August 22nd, 1980. And we played softball together on Monday, so we did see each other in real life, and that was nice. But uh, I miss him. I miss doing the show, and it's not the same without him. It's always a little tougher to carry it all by your own. But when you have guys like you in the live chat that I can rely on, you guys are my co-hosts. We're co-hosting the show together. So thank you very much. I'm not just saying that. I don't do that. I tell you what I feel, and that's it. And if you don't like it or you love it, then great. There's nothing else I can do about it. So thank you very much. Blazo Podcast 2L2Z. Utah, give me two. For the day, man. Day, man. And for the night, man, within all of us, I thank you so much. And now it's time for Russell Crowe to take you out. The official fantasy baseball podcast of Russell Crowe, the Palazzo Podcast. Thank you, Russell. All right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. (laughs) And we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. (laughs) You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save 